Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, Walter. You're just an a a Am I the asshat? Mm, yes, am I the asshat for allowing a kid to sit in my car? I'm we sorry, pull- what? <laughs> am I the asshat for allowing a kid to sit in my car? Now, we pull these directly from the Reddit feed and, uh, of course, ask, you know, what say you? So the person writing is a 36-year-old female. She says, I usually have time to drive my daughter to the bus stop every morning before work. Last week... It was 11 below wind chill. There's a kid who's 12 to 14, middle school age, that comes down to the bus stop as well. I don't know him nor his parents, and this is relevant to the story. On Friday, it was 11 below, and he came out in nothing but a thin pullover. I felt like I couldn't ethically allow a kid to stand out in such cold weather when I had a warm car that he could sit in. So I offered him... To sit in my in my car, and he took the offer. He sat in the back seat, and while my daughter and I spoke, he kept his AirPods in and didn't say much other than "thank you." Buses were running 15 minutes late as well, so nobody really should have been out in that weather. However, yesterday when I was walking my dog, a, w- a woman came up to me and she asked me why I took her son into my car. I explained that the weather was well into the negatives and he was not wearing a coat and the bus was quite late. She told me to never do that again and that what I did was incredibly creepy and to leave my son alone. I was taken aback. I just offered the kid a warm place to sit and didn't even talk to him. I feel bad because, of course, I never want to come across as creepy or or overstepping boundaries, but I also feel like if the roles were reversed I, and I was unable to take my daughter to the bus stop and this mom offered her a place to sit, I'd be thankful. I feel bad about something I thought was nice. Am I the asshat? Is this weird? 651-641-1071. God, the first thing that pops to my mind is this wouldn't have been weird in the 80s, the 70s. She said yes! Uh, you know what I mean? Yes! I, I, that's As you were reading this, the first honest thought in my mind was, oh, well, my mom would have done this. Yeah, and you, were, um, and you knew all your neighbors, too. But now there's a little bit more um, trepidation on the part, and, and rightfully so. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, the world's gone crazy. Um, yeah, you've got the stranger danger, but then you also have a kid that's freezing outside. So There is that. I mean, I... What do you oh, do? God. Tell the kid to go back home? I don't think the, 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 oh God, I don't, because the mom had good intentions. I don't think the mom that let the kids sit in the car is the asshat. I just don't. It's freezing outside. Yeah. Um, I kind of, I think, you know, what should have happened? And and that's just, that's the case with um, uh, like maybe 40% of these. Yeah. Instead of just jumping down that mother's throat. There should have been maybe a conversation. You know you mean, what I mean? I, Lex, at the, uh, on uh, the walk or, or before when you're deciding to offer the kid a space in your car? The walk afterwards. Afterwards. Oh, okay. You know, instead gotcha. of just instead of just thinking the worst, I get because I also understand the other parents' point of view. Yeah. Oh my God, this is weird. But but I don't think it's weird. The saying it's creepy, that's where I that's where the other mom loses me. It's yeah. not creepy. I think there should have been a conversation and and, and, and uh, starting with, look, you know, we live in weird times. 
as you can imagine, when I hear that my kid got in somebody else's car, my first instinct is, oh, my God, can I ask how this happened? You know what I mean? And then yeah. the other mom would have had, they could have had a dialogue. Yeah. No, that's, yeah, absolutely. It's communication. But then also, like, God, what, what should she have done? Should she have called the mom before and said, is it okay if your kid sits in my car? Or do you call the police? I mean, what? Or, or just when the let kid the kid get, freeze. Or when the kid gets in, you say to the kid immediately, please call your mother. Oh, right. If the kid right. has a phone or if, if the kid knows their phone number. Hi, come on in, but we got to call your mom immediately. Yeah, that could have that could have avoided this too. Oh, Holly, we have happening. Shannon, Claire. Well, I'm sorry, Lex. I didn't even you read the damn thing. I didn't. No, no, no. How do you feel about this? I 100 agree with you. That's why I'm. I'm just trying to think this through because I can see us all in this situation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, Holly. What's up? What do you think? Oh, I think that the other mom is the ass had. I think that she felt shame and she retaliated against the fact. That she wasn't taking care of that kid properly uh-huh. and not adequately equipping that kid for the freezing cold temperatures. Also, this whole thing that every stranger is out to get you, that is not the case. Now, you have to have some street smarts and some common sense. But also, we live in community. And if there's a kid and you see that kid is suffering some way, somehow, step in as an adult and help take care of them. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Uh, two mm. good points, Hal. And a lot have, of like middle kids aged kids, middle school aged kids don't want to wear jackets. Right? Yeah. You know? So that is the thing. Yeah. Oof. We have Shannon, Claire, and Jill on the line. Who are we going to first, Holly? Shannon. Mm. Hi, Shannon. Welcome to our show. How do you feel about this? Hi, good morning. Just want to say I love you guys. I listen we to love you every you. morning on my Thank way to you. work. Um, I think that the son's mom is the asshat. I understand her concern and everything, but I can't help but think that they must be neighbors. So, you know, with her having, you know, they're at the same bus stop, so they must be neighbors. So I have four kids of my own. They're all grown and stuff, but if I had a neighbor who offered one of my kids to sit in their car, I honestly, I'd be thanking them. Uh, so yeah. I'm kind of confused because generally, if you're at the same bus stop, you live close by each other. Oh, good point. Yeah. And yeah. If you, and if you don't know them, this is a good opportunity to get to know your neighbor. Hey, thanks for, you know, watching out for my son. You know, my name is Shannon, blah, blah, blah. You know, I just, um, I understand her concern, though, as a parent in today's age. But still, I mean, that's a little much. That is. Yeah. Thank you, Shannon. It's sad, right? Who do we have next, Hal? We're going to go to Claire. Hi, Claire. Welcome to the show. What's your feeling on this? Good morning, you guys. Good morning. Uh, I couldn't agree more with Holly and the last caller. I've been a nanny in the Minneapolis area for almost 30 years, may I say. Um, And I have to tell you, all the families that I've dealt with, we know our neighbors. And, you know, this is what the the biggest shame is, that this woman didn't walk up and say, hi, I'm your neighbor. Thank you so much. Uh, My son is a middle schooler. He wouldn't put on a coat. I couldn't take him. It was so very nice of you. And maybe the next time, if it happens, I can reciprocate and have your daughter sit in my car. 
that would have been the appropriate, nice, kind neighbor, you know? We're, we've lost kindness. Yeah. What, what does yeah. this teach kids? No, you know? I mean, she probably made her son feel horrible about getting in that car yeah. and yeah. freaking him out for no reason whatsoever. Claire, first of all, thank you for taking, uh, thank you for being a nanny all those years. You, I mean, my goodness. I am still a nanny. Oh, well. And this just, this just bothers me. I mean, oh my God. And this has been a, a, quite a week of morning shows, you guys. I mean, first we got, you know, Anchovy Joe on uh, Tuesday for (laughs) the second (laughs) show. I know. I know. What? I know, Claire. Thanks, Claire. Thank you, Claire. (laughs) Keep your hands on 10 and 2 during Second Chance Romance, okay? (laughs) That was yesterday's. Yeah. yeah, Download yesterday's episode. Let's give Jill the final word. Hi, Jill. You get the last word today. How are you feeling about this? Hi, you guys. Um, So normally you might have someone who would be the devil's advocate and have a different opinion, but today it is a clean sweep. Yeah. See, the son's mom is like, oh, sorry, but that's horrible, and it's horrible that she did not apologize. I, I don't know. I agree with all of you, and I think um, Holly is uh, must be a counselor or something because she really hit the nail on the head that I think she was, um, the other mom was a little bit shamed by that, yep. and, and it's just sad all the way around that, yeah, yeah, we don't have community, we don't know our neighbors, that the first... Um, the first response should have been, thank you so much, you know, yep. period. So yep. I agree with all of you. You all had good points and sorry, but the son's mom needs to rethink. Absolutely. Thank you, Jill. Jill. You know what they need? What? They need a bunco night in their neighborhood. Oh, Lord. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, get out those dice and start yeah. rolling. <laughs> oh, gosh. It brings community together. Have it a sure does. for the 4th of July, you know? Yeah. yeah. Get, participate in National Night Out. Yes. Something. Yeah, Something. Back to that. You've got mail. This is a good. This is a good comment to end on. K Jam sent to the three of us. Aren't we allowed to care about each other anymore? They go to the same school, right? Kids seem old enough to say no and understand stranger danger. Hashtag humanity. Yes. Hashtag it takes a village. Yeah, I mean that's just. Oh, I got fundamentally, chills when you just read that. It's the right? truth. Aren't we allowed to care about it? Yeah. Ooh. We're really not. I said it earlier. I mean, uh, crassness is rewarded now. That's, you know, crassness yeah. and meanness. Because you don't want to start, like, you don't want to double think that. You know, you just want to be like, hey, come on in. It's it's warm in here. Yeah. And not go, oh, wait a second. If I do that, then this or this or, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we need to change <sighs> that. I hope. I hope we're coming out of that era. I really do. I hope in the next few years we, we move from this era that yeah. we're in right now. Um, We're going to take a break. Don't forget, by the way, we, we pull these right from the Reddit thread. Uh, and we do a Monday and Wednesdays at the top of the third hour. Holly has a dirt alert. Hey, friends, Alexis for Rebath, Rebath.com. Oh, this is the one-stop bathroom remodeling shop. They just get it all done for you. You sign up at Rebath.com to have a designer come to you. They'll design a beautiful bathroom for you. And that part's free. They just want to show you, hey, look what we can do. And then, of course, they have hundreds of options available to you, including Dura Bath, which is their custom uh, exclusive brand. 
And that's what Angel and I went with in our bathroom. We got done a little more than three years ago now and absolutely love it. It's very easy to clean. I got the specks of sparkle that I love and enjoy. And, of course, on top of that, they got the job done in five days. Yes, Josh and Joe came out, and we had a complete bathroom regut. We had some issues with the toilet position, with the venting, and they just got it all done. So less hassle and less stress getting it done. You can stop into their showroom. It's in Apple Valley. Of course, mention me or my talk for $1,500 off a complete bathroom remodel. Head to Rebath.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Entertainment. It's all we do and we do it well. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Let's get caught up with the big news of the day in the world of pop culture and entertainment. In the Dirt Alert with Holly. Hello, Holly. Oh, hello, Jason and Alexis. Sofia Vergara doing a lot of press. She's got a new Netflix series coming out, Griselda. And she's getting honest about her looks and crediting them for opening doors to global stardom. And she refuses to feel bad about it, you guys. Now, she is totally aware that her appearance gave her a leg up in entertainment, but she insists that her personality is what has kept her in the business. Now, she, in a new interview, she told a, a Spanish newspaper it would be absurd to deny it or to make me feel bad about it. And she said, quote, my giant boobs and my body. Open doors for me, and they were my passport to the world when I was 20 years old when I started as a model. But today, I'm 51 years old, and I'm still here. You know, she said her ability to take risks is what ultimately made her a star in television. She's just like, look, it's entertainment, and uh, you know what? I'm going to take some risks. I think that I can handle that in my life. And uh, so she's just being blunt about it. Yeah. Like, like, look at my boobs. Yes. <laughs> Go, Sophia. Yeah. It's true. It's been this way since the beginning of time. And the lasting power is tribute to her talent. Yeah. Again, uh, boobs and luck can get you in the door. Yep. But it's up to you to keep you in that room. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the door can open. You can walk in and walk right back out or get booted out. You know? Exactly. Yeah. There Boobs was, first or butt what first or whatever. You. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Shake your money maker. Yeah. Now, interestingly enough, uh, so I was listening to a podcast yesterday and it was an interview with filmmaker Nancy Myers. And oh, she was talking about, you know, I bring this back to women who were known for their looks, but they had longevity because of their brains. So Nancy Myers was telling a story that the late character actor Eli Wallach told her about Marilyn Monroe. 
Mm. Eli Wallach had a role in her last movie, The Misfits. And apparently before he signed on, Marilyn Monroe was like, come here, give me your contract. And she went through it and did all the numbers and did all this stuff. And she renegotiated his contract for that movie. And he ended up getting a sweet deal all because of Marilyn Monroe. Yep. Wow. Yep. Arthur Miller, who was her second husband. Uh, in his book, and rare, he ne- really never really did interviews, but it talked about the misconception about Marilyn. Exactly. I'm a Mar- I'm a Marilyn fan. I know way too much, but um, <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. I mean, she's a fascinating figure in oh 20th century pop culture, mm-hmm. and like we're saying, she's yeah. multi layered and multifaceted. Yes. Not only is she intensely gorgeous, but she's stuck around. I think in the public consciousness because of her multi layered well, being. Think about. Think about the uh, the uh, Apple TV docuseries we just watched, Supermodel, Cindy Crawford. Mm-hmm. You know, looks got Cindy in the door, but she lasted because she was smart as hell. She was a businesswoman. She turned it. She even went a little to the, she even went down a slightly different road than Naomi and Linda. She started doing MTV and rem- yes. she did uh, Fashion House. What was oh, it called? House Fashion of House. Style. House of Style. I love that. Yeah. She knew, and she was smart enough. She's like, look, about my looks. <laughs> this isn't going to last, and even if it does, i, I got to diversify. And she was smart enough to do it. So, oh, And mm-hmm. being gracious with what you know. Mm-hmm. I, I think that has really, that especially within that Marilyn Monroe, I hadn't heard that story, um, to you know be giving in that way. It comes back. Exactly. So, you know, you know, and thank you, Cindy Crawford, too, for diversifying into the skincare business. Because I remember (laughs) watching an episode of Oprah with her back in the day and she was like, wear sunscreen. Mm -hmm. I was like, yes, ma'am. I will do that. You know, speaking of other entrepreneurial beauties, Pamela Anderson has launched her own skincare brand. It's called Sansi. Okay. Yeah. She's been showing off her bare complexion at fashion shows. And she's been ditching the makeup. You know, we we learned a lot about her in her own docuseries on Netflix last year. So if you want to get in on that, it's available now. You got a foundation, you got a lip balm, you got some moisturizer, and reasonably priced. So another brains and beauty combination. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oppenheimer got 13 nominations at the Oscars yesterday, and it's finally going to hit streaming on February 16th. But the only place you're going to be able to see it on streaming is on Peacock. Oh, really? Okay. Go NBC Universal. Now, you can wow. rent it right now, I believe. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll be able to buy it and purchase it and rent it out. But yeah, NBC Universal is going against Jason. What you you're talking about in the first hour about uh, these studios licensing their their movies to Netflix and other places. But I mean, I guess subscribe to Peacock if you want. I mean, if you I want to? Okay, I do. I do, he- I do hear Traders is really good this year. Hosted by Alan Cummings. Oh, the reality show. Yes. Yeah, oh, Traders. Yeah. Send us a uh, message about that. Some, yeah, Jeff, executive producer Jeff said that Phaedra from Atlanta's in it this season, and she oh. is everything. Like, he said this season is so good. Okay, well then go Peacock. forth and get Peacock. Yeah. 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 More of these stories at mytalk1071.com and another Dirt Alert coming up at 1220 and 520. When we come back, little TV talk. Alexis has a Beverly Hills question for me, and Alexis has finished her Hulu show. Her thoughts? You'll find out next. Okay, only.
only a few more days in January, so a few more days to get a hold of some January specials at Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. Let me give you a few. First, all therapy. Oh, all therapies, what all the celebrities use. And you're going to get a free all therapy neck treatment when you purchase a full face treatment. That's a $1,000 savings. Also, you can save $800 on a full face treatment. It's normally $3,500. Are you looking for something around your brow? Save $200 on brow treatment. And right now, $100 off, let's talk injectables, $100 off off a liquid uh, lipo treatment. I have had this and I love it. I had it many years ago and I still, it's one of the best things I did for my self-esteem. So call Skin Rejuvenation Clinic today and get in there before January is over and make sure you mention me for even more surprises. Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Right here on my talk, everything entertainment, everything Beauty and the Beast on television. I'm Jace with Lex and Holly. It's uh, appropriate to have played that because we're going to talk a little TV in La Boob Tube, La Bonanza. Ah, what's on the Boob Tube? Boob Tube! You watched television last night? I like to watch TV. Saddle up. It's the Boob Tube Bonanza. I'd like to get paid to sit on my and watch TV. With Jason and Alexis. We've got a bonanza for you. Alexis told you about it earlier this week on Hulu, a murder at the end of the world. <sighs> we, we do this sometimes. We do a beginning check-in, we do a mid-season check-in, and then we do a wrap-up to see, hey, do we still love this as much as we did and as much as we told you we did? So, Lex, did you love it as much as you said you did at the uh, beginning? Sure did. I finished it. I had two episodes left. It's seven episodes, one season, miniseries, I guess. And, uh, oh, I the way that it ended was beautiful. Oh, I'm going to say that. Beautiful. Yeah. It's a murder mystery, psychological thriller. It's uh, There's a few stories that's told at the same time. Um, at the same time, it's scary, but it's tender. And, wow, I'm really... I, thrilled is too much, too strong of a word, but satis- satiated with the way that it ends. Scary and tender, how we also describe B. Arthur. <laughs> there right. you go. Yeah. We contain multitudes. That's right. <laughs> um, and brings up bigger themes of AI and also, um, you know, how people interact with the sociology of the whole series, I find fascinating. A murder at the end of the world on Hulu. Now, mm-hmm. Lex, yesterday, uh, we, Kyle and I were walking uh, from getting dinner. Yeah. And we were looking, we were talking about our evening's television. Yeah. And Colin was interested in the show as well. But I said to him, and I want to kind of re-ask you, but ask you in a different way. Yeah. I said, I think Alexis said that she didn't think I would like this. So did you say that and why? Mm. Yeah, I'm on the fence about whether you're going to really like it. I think Colin will like it. Okay. Not knowing him that well, but I'm guessing that he would. You, on the other hand, um, maybe just the whole like mystery, 
murder of it all. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Um, they typically don't like that genre. Yeah. Gosh. Okay. I don't know. I guess it's just a general feeling. Although, what really kept me, and I think many who continue to watch, because I know, Holly, you tried the first episode, and you're like, you're out. Yep, I'm out. Um, what What they did brilliantly, I thought, as this episodes went along, is that the core relationship between Darby and Bill, it's okay. very believable. They have mad chemistry. And so it pulls at your heartstrings in a way that, um, you know, some some love stories just don't and then keep keeps you going. And um, so in that way, I think you might like it. But it's also a detective story. You know, it's a detective. Yeah. The setting of Iceland is fascinating. So Ooh, beautiful yeah. shots of that. And um, you know what? I'm going to say I think you guys should just give it a try. I think we're going to because it's been, you know, it's a dry out there, girl. It, it, is, yeah. Yeah. it is real it dry out there. Oh, get that oh my God. There is n- <laughs> the teat giveth no milketh. No. Oh, just yeah. dust. Right. Little little dust out of the teat. Uh-huh. There's nothing. Well, nothing. I was super trepidatious because of the OA. The first season, oh, pretty God. good. Second season, whoa. And it's the same people who created that show that are. Uh, well, Brit stars in this, but also wrote with Zal. So, you know, a little bit like, oh, I wonder. But I, they delivered okay. in the end. And, you know, uh, Mike Ganger, who was on right after Holly, on you know both the midday shows here on my talk, uh, felt the same way. He had finished it already and just said, you know, I was pretty happy with the ending. Okay. So, if, um, you know, if you listen and you have, like, maybe same sensibilities as Mike. Okay. I might like it. It's a murder at the end of the world on Hulu. BoobTube Bonanza continues. I hear you have a question for me. I finally caught up with the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, season 47 or something. <laughs> right. um, it's been a long time. Yeah. What? Okay. Wha- yes. I can't with this show. I just can't. I've tried to go back okay. to it. I just can't. A big reason why is because of Dorit. Oh, now, I saw a headline, and I have to know if this is true. Dorit says that Crystal was a child bride for marrying Rob. Did she say that? And also, does she know what a child bride is? Because Crystal married him at 24. Um, I tuned Dorit out because she irritates me to no end. Always has, always will. Uh-huh. Um, I, I, I understand don't- that. I don't remember her saying that yet, but this okay. was in a. You're hearing this was in a recent episode. Yeah, I'm not. It, gosh, it doesn't say which episode it was, but it. Oh, it's. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah. So it, if it, if you haven't seen it, it's, it's bound to happen. But it, it seems like. Uh, uh, how are you doing this with Dorit? <laughs> I guess it's I really. Don't know. Um, I, I can see why you just tune her out because. That is ridiculousness. Yeah, it's. Um, I don't remember her saying that. Okay. Uh, but you are right. And also, um, hello. I know it's not as is is um wide as the age gap between uh Crystal and her husband, uh, one of the big wigs behind Disney's Lion King. Uh, however, hello, Dorit. You and PK have a age difference too, mm. so I, I wouldn't be throwing rocks in 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 the glass house. 
Um, yeah. Uh, all, so, come on. If she was 14, 15, well, yeah, six, anything less than 18, maybe, yeah, I can see being called a child bride. But at 24. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, how's, I mean, how's it going, though, <laughs> other than yeah, maybe that? Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how's the play? Are you, are you um, enjoying this season? Yeah, a little bit. Here's Here's my big problem with Beverly Hills this year. And that is, and it's funny that you mentioned Crystal, because this is just my, I'm not going to get into the minutia of the plots. Um, this is just my, because uh, I haven't talked about this in a while, yeah. um, my, my 37,000 feet overview of this season. And that is, we barely have enough plot for Kyle, Erica, uh, uh, Garcelle, Sutton. They keep adding housewives, and we don't need them. They mm. just added yet another Anne Marie, and and she's irritating. Who's that? I thank you. I, I if I get into her plot line, my head will explode. So I'm just gonna. Um, it involves esophagus problems. What? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So is she a, a an already established friend her. of someone? Okay. Kyle. Okay. Um, and the, I'm not throwing shade, but it's just the truth. Yeah. Um, they, there's barely anything for crystal. A, a crystal is, I, I, I honestly do not know why she was renewed. I don't. Um, there's, there is no plot line for crystal. And if that is probably the fault of the producers, that is maybe the life that she leads. It's, it's probably, uh, a blessing that she She's isn't normal? as uh, yeah isn't as dramatic as the other ladies, but um, they need to trim the cast. Yeah, sounds uh, like it. They do because focus on the ones like Garcelle is on fire and she's always on fire. Yeah, Garcelle has a multifaceted life that is very interesting. Um, Sutton uh, irritates my husband, but Sutton at least is. Is one of those characters you love to hate or you just hate? Yeah. Boy, um, you love her. <laughs> and Kyle is obviously bringing it this year because of her problems in her marriage. Mm-hmm. And her oh, kind of relationship with that music artist. Um, yeah, is that is that a thing? Girl, it do you is. See, and it's do you see? it's strange. It's strange her? on the show. Is it? It is very strange. Is they tattoo me? each other. They, uh, I mean. Is it because they're not open about it? Or is it? Yes, or they're, because they're it's just, just saying like, oh, we're lesbians. Yeah, there's nobody's clear about anything. So it's just odd to watch. Mm. And it's not about, yeah. Is Mauricio still hanging out? Kind of, girl. That's uncomfortable to watch, too. Oh, wow. Yeah. So my point is, Trim, we didn't need Anne-Marie. Crystal could have left last year. Mm-hmm. Trim the cast. Bigger is not always better. Is Kathy around? Uh-uh, girl. Hilton? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no. oh, are they fighting? Oh, bye. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I like yeah. her. I did, too. So show. there we go. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills new season right now airing on Bravo. We're going to take a break. Rats. 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 <laughs> Get the cheese ready. Well, or some pizza. They love pizza. Anyway, Palooza. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. That's right. You heard me right. We're ending the show with rats. Lex. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Let's head to Chicago, everybody. You know, we've got um, Millennium Park. We've got uh, the Navy Pier, the Lincoln Park Zoo. Lots of really fun tourist attractions. Wrigley Field. 
right? Oh, that's my that's my all oh, breakly. Yeah, the the aquarium that's there. Shed. The shed, yeah. Well, I've got something else to add, and it is in the North Side Chicago neighborhood that uh, West Roscoe Street. There is in the pavement an indentation of what looks like a rat. Claws, tail, and all. Okay. They call it rat hole. So if if you're hearing residents talk about the rat hole, that's what they're talking about. Someone has gone in and filled it with like a white plaster at the sanitation and streets transportation officials have said we didn't do that somebody else did and now people are gathering to well check it out they're adding it to the list of attractions of strange attractions of course they want to go to the rat hole also people are getting married around the rat hole oh god i don't even know if i like the word rat hole yeah 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 I, I hear you. Is yeah. just hearing that alone is alarming. Well, it's got mm-hmm. a nice edge to it, though. You know, yeah, rat hole. They called the little guy. They've named him Little Stucky or <laughs> Timley. So the neighborhood. I mean, it's a beautiful neighborhood. So I'm, I'm sure that the reason why they've had a wedding there is beyond just the rat hole. But they did yeah. take pictures right next to it. Um, people are bringing tributes, plastic flowers, prayer candles, small toys, packs of cigarettes, and coins. Prayer candles? I guess so. Yeah, in memory of Chimley. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Pour one out. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, so you can go to the rat hole and take a picture with your friends and, you know, post it. And, you know, I guess some are going viral. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm I'd rather. List. No. <laughs> I'd rather go to the bean. I'd rather. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather. I'd rather go to the Shed Aquarium or the Magnificent <laughs> Mile or. McDonald's the Navy Pier is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather go to all those places. <laughs> but, you know, if I'm, but if I'm there, I'll visit the rat hole. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's like that. a nice neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, now, just when you think, oh, wow, Alexis brought us a rat story. We're all done. Nope. Oh, there's more. No, there's more. Right, Holly? Oh, yes. So maybe the rats visiting the rat hole they want to show off that they've been there. Mm-hmm. And so they're doing what people do, which is take selfies. Because apparently, what? Rats love to take pictures of themselves. So, like Kardashians. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How now, are they doing this? Well, these rats are really cute. So, there's a photographer, and this photographer made uh, the equivalent of a photographic Skinner box. So, a Skinner box is. Something that is made and used in behavioral science where, you know, it's a little contraption and animals will, they'll use it for testing where it's like, oh, I push this button, I get a treat. I push this button, I get a treat. Mm -hmm. And so this photographer (laughs) built a Skinner box for these rats to train them to take pictures. And so every time these rats would go in this selfie box, they'd climb up it. They'd push the button, they'd take a picture, and they'd get a little thing of sugar. <laughs> and so they were trained. But oh here's here's what oh, this guy found out. Those pictures are cute. It, oh, they're adorable. But yeah. what the person found out is that they started to offer the treats intermittently. Like, you know, sometimes they'd push the button and no sugar came out. And sometimes they'd push the button and sugar would come out. Well, eventually, 
the rats just started ignoring the sugar. (laughs) And they just wanted to take the pictures of themselves. And they became enthusiastic button pushers. Very clever. After the training phase, they were just like, let me take a selfie. Wow. So rats Uh, like to take selfies. They're so smart. They are vain. Exactly. They want to be in. Even the even the rats are getting in on the influencer craze. <laughs> yes, you know, have they started a social media account have for they? these rats? Yeah. Well, they could because these rats named Augustine and his brother Arthur Aww. are very adorable, very very adorable. So you I know what? what that's like with two male rats living with each other. You know, I don't know. Hmm. Probably a little messy. <laughs> I don't know how, right. how, how often, or yeah, how often do they hmm. clean the toilet? That's yet to be seen. That's yeah, another. Who does it exactly? Do well, they trade off. <laughs> but these rats are so cute, and oh. they and they love taking the pictures of themselves. This is actual audio of the rats taking pictures of themselves right here. You better work. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, oh my goodness. Well, you know, and some scientists have called. Social media, to your point, Jason, a Skinner box for the modern human, mm-hmm. where it doles out periodic, unpredictable award, uh, rewards, excuse me, you know, like on online dating, promising yeah. a romantic match. You're going to keep pushing the button, pushing the button. You know, it doesn't happen all the time, but sometimes you get a match and then you get that dopamine and you're like, Whoo-hoo-hoo. yeah, Lex, remember that's when true. that that's true. Remember when that German shepherd sized rat ran over your foot in Boston? Oh. Yeah. Oof, guys, that? yes. How could I forget? How could you forget? I have many encounters with rats. You have. Out mm. in the wild. Yeah. They're smart, they're cute, but out in the wild, it's like, honey, when was the last time you took a shower? <gasps> you got you got vermin, you've got things on you that, that cause tail. Yeah, that cause plagues. Step away. Step away, (laughs) please. Back off, yo. I don't need the bubonic plague from you, honey. Stay cute, though. Yeah. Yeah. Look at Respect the rats. That's right. Oh, girl. Please. Cher and the rats will be here at the very end. Let me tell you. Yeah. Well, that's the end for us today. Go out there and be yourself because nobody (laughs) can tell you you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? Be your rat self. Yeah. Yeah. You be you. Have a fantastic day. We love you so very much. Donna and Steve Experience up next. And we'll talk tomorrow. Bye for now. Yeah, fill your rat hole with whatever you want. Right. Fill it, baby.